Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of Life is No Coincidence, The Living Spirit, and my soon-to-be-released book in the trilogy on February 7, 2020, A New Life Awaits, which share an awakening process, transformation of energy, and transition to living with health, prosperity, and love. And it is possible when we discover who we are as intuitive beings of energy, spiritual beings, having a physical life in order to refine our soul energy and grow. And today I am delighted to welcome Jeffrey Antonucci, author of Deep Within a Blueberry Sky, who shares the fictional journey of Sarah as her grandparents provide her with the tools to know herself and life intimately and to find beauty in living with love. Hello, Jeffrey, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within. Hello, Cheryl. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. Okay. Jeffrey, as listeners of Healing from Within have come to expect over the years, my guests and I share intimate insights into the true nature of being, not just in terms of our materialistic or ego-based reality, but the inner landscape of intuition, soul being, and eternal life, which offer us the means to know ourselves, the world, universe, and the laws of energy, which can move us past fear and limitation and any challenge to meet life in the physical world with courage and trust. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Jeffrey Antonucci tells the story of Sarah, a young spirited girl, on her enchanting journey of adventure and discovering, including her powerful inner strengths that span decades. As the plan is put into action, we learn why her dedicated grandparents felt it necessary to provide their granddaughter with the tools and defense mechanisms needed to succeed in an often challenging and sometimes unforgiving world. It may be your journey. It certainly is mine, and a journey that is the only way to find love and peace. Jeffrey, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and remember a person place or event that was meaningful to them may have shown them or others the lifestyle and interests they might have as an adult. For I feel and find that the destiny and life plan for each of us is written in our soul and carried forward in all the events that unfold along the way. You might say the story has been partially written and nothing is random, but we still do have the ability to make choices to deal with events as they come into our lives, and those choices are the key to creating either magic, mystery, and love, or something far more chaotic. So think back to who you started off being as a child, a young teenager, or adult. Sure, sure, Cheryl. And my goodness, everything you've just said and how you said it, are just absolutely beautiful. Thank and you. And so, so, so intuitive and enlightening. So it's just an honor to be able to speak with you about all of this because that is just wonderful, wonderful energy you're putting out there. 
Thank you very God much. God bless you. Thank you. So, so Cheryl, I would have to say, going back to my childhood, and I actually referenced this now that I'm thinking about it, in like my in my bio in 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 my novel, right? About how I was raised by such loving parents and family and friends. So the young girl you mentioned in the story is named Sarah. That's actually my mother's name. Her grandfather, you mentioned her grandparents, her grandfather, his name is Poppy Tom. She calls her grandfather Poppy Tom. Tom was my father's name. So I think I use those names of my parents as a way of honoring them and memorializing them for the loving way they raised me and my brothers. I have four other brothers. Wow. And <laughs> yes. Yep. And it was, you know, I have to say it was a, I, it was a beautiful upbringing. We had a beautiful childhood and beautiful family, you know, immediate family and extended family and uh, wonderful friends. And I think that really influenced me. And I feel so, so, so fortunate. I thank God. Yes, it's for a great. Yes, it's a great gift to have started in a family like yours because we do select our family and our parents and our, our siblings are there and a lot oh. of the activities. We do put that into our life plan even before we're born. And people always say to me, well, why would I pick a father who was an alcoholic? Why would I, I pick a mother who had MS and it was such a struggle and painful to watch her? But yes. the soul needs the experiences that it has chosen for it to mature and grow. And you know nothing's really good or bad. It's just experience, and we we have to um, not be frightened by it, uh, but right. allow it, accept it, and surrender to it. But let's go on. You're the author of a magical realism novel titled Deep Within a Blueberry Sky. Based on your background, how did the writing of your novel come about, and what inspired you? Sure, thank you. That's a so, big question. <laughs> There's a lot there, right? Yes. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, Cheryl, and this goes exactly to what you're saying about our our soul and our growth and, and things we experience in life. My background, and you're, you're asking about this novel, Deep Within a Blueberry Sky, that I wrote, but my background was actually construction. I was a bricklayer by trade. <laughs> well, I and, usually have coincidences with my guests, and this is one of the few that we're going to talk about. My grandfather, William, was a bricklayer. He was an immigrant in this country, and I noticed that when I I read about you. And and my name is Cheryl, but I'm named for my two grandparents, Sarah. Both of them were Sarah. So we start off this show. Spirit brings us together because we share many uh, similarities in our journey, and I just wanted to put that in there but go on tell us you were working it was about three and a half years ago and you were working 
Yeah. So right. Yeah. I I uh, I have to you know turn the clock back about three and a half years ago. So my in my career I evolved to become a facilities manager. So I was in that position about three and a half years ago where I was told then I'm going to be losing that job. That position is going away. So upon hearing that, Cheryl, I thought, okay, I'm going to fly on faith in the knowledge that when one door closes, another one opens. Okay? Yes. But at the same time, I have to say, there was a part of me that was concerned. I was 59 at the time, okay, and I wasn't a person, again, because of my background that was up on all of the latest computer programs and technologies and things like that, and that's what companies require you to have today if they're going to hire you, you know. Yes. But, okay, so anyway, I have this information now, I'm going to be, you know, this job is going away, and I'm driving home from work one afternoon with all this, you know, uncertainty on my mind, when I pass a pickup truck and I see stenciled on the back window of that truck the words that read, when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. (laughs) Yes, that is true. I actually actually drive past a church on the way home from my work and they're always changing the messages and um, I always... I'm so amused because they're always so relevant to what I'm doing at the time. So right? <laughs> they're yeah. they're and watching us, they're encouraging us, they're inspiring us, and right. we we have to conquer this fear uh, that invades us from our head, from our illusionary thoughts and the labels yeah. we had imprinted on us when we were children, living in yeah. a physical world, and get back to our heart-based energy of trust. So I love. I love that. Go on. Well, wait till you hear what else now I'm going to say. You talk about coincidence. So <laughs> that, you know, I saw that, so I took that as a positive sign when I read those words. And about a week or so after reading those words, I'm there at work doing my thing. And Cheryl, out of the blue, I see flash like a slideshow before my eyes the idea for this story. Okay. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, um, it was unbelievable. And my immediate thought was, "Wow, that's a beautiful story, and I'm going to write it just like that." Because there you were no doubt- you were called to do it, and and you picked up at the mission and said, "I can do this. I want to do this." We're all called in one way or another. Now I know you said that you started writing with the eulogy you wrote at your father's funeral in 1995. And there's the big coincidence I have with you. In 1993, I had a dream. And in the dream, my grandfather was standing at my side in energy. I couldn't quite see him, but I knew it was him. And he was telling me something. You have to write this for your father. And I woke up, I was very sick with the flu, and I said, how bizarre is this? What is this all about? And the next day I got a call from my mother, who told me my father had passed. 
So, of course, I wrote his eulogy like the dutiful daughter I was, not knowing I had received a spiritual visitation from my grandfather because I was not raised to believe in an afterlife. I was raised to believe Mm -hmm. that you live and you share and you leave memories behind. and you. uh, So uh, this put me on the path uh, to becoming an intuitive healer and medium and wow. being able to download messages. You downloaded a message. I downloaded a message. And I continue to do that. And we're doing that on this show right here today. We're allowing these signs to inspire yeah. and guide us forward because we know the truth. Consciousness survives physical death. And we're never alone here. And there is great right. purpose in our reaching out to others with love. Now, let's go on to uh, the next part of this. Um, You say the theme of your book is about the power of love, but your novel is a work of fiction. Do you believe in a real-world setting the power of love can transform people's lives, have them believe there are no limits to what they can do, and help them on their journey of self-discovery and enlightenment? Cheryl, I absolutely do believe that. No question about it. It's interesting how yeah, you're saying... I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, I mean, before 25 years ago, when I was a different person, living mm-hmm. according to the material world, I probably might not have believed that. But since yes. since the awakening and the many mystical experiences I have... I absolutely say to our listeners out there, we are all very much more than we appear to be. And life is a journey, a fantastic journey, from going from the ordinary to the extraordinary. And if you can learn to meditate or simply just talk to spirit as you're walking along, hum a song with a theme and asking for help from spirit, you will be guided. Now tell us a little bit about the story. The storyline. Yes. Well, you know, back even back to what you were saying, it is the story of Sarah's journey, as you even mentioned before. And I feel we just need to, if we want to live the same life that this beautiful world that exists within this fiction story, mirror the journey of Sarah. Okay? Yeah. And... It is by the loving, dedicated teachings of her grandparents that she believes that the power of love drives the entire universe, okay? That's what she believes in. And as you point out, though, this is in a work of fiction. But we can see, Cheryl, that that same power of love is all around us in the real world, right? We just have to look up at the night sky, and there it is. Mm-hmm. So we have to, <laughs> yeah, we have to feel it. We have, have to. to it's, yes, energy can be felt. Emotions so, can be felt, and we have to feel them all, from the challenges of the negative um, mm. and disease, perhaps, or anger, or, or disdain, or uh, all the negatives, and go along the road up to the higher vibrational emotions of love, compassion, bliss, yeah. and happiness, and joy. They're all there for us, but we don't have to live in one. We have no. to feel them 
know them, understand them, and move out of anything that distracts us from the best life. But I want to ask you, tell us us something of the title and cover of your book. Okay, sure. So, I tell you, it was a it was a job to come up with the title. I I will tell you, Cheryl, that I came up with over a hundred different titles before landing on Deep Within a Blueberry Sky. And what that title really represents is if 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 the if the book or if the novel had a byline, it would be deep within a blueberry sky is where the answer lies. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, in the story, blueberry skies are referenced throughout the story. And what they really represent is that if you're out, like today here where I live, a beautiful blueberry sky, okay? It was a little stormy weekend, but today, beautiful blueberry sky. It represents you've made it through the storm. Mm. Okay, if you're, if you're looking up at that blueberry sky and you're seeing that sun shining, you know you've made it through the storm. But in essence, it's the storms of life that you've made it through. And that's one of the first things Sarah's grandfather teaches her is to know you have the strength. And even though they use the reference of a dark woods, those dark woods look scary. They look dark. But I promise you, Sarah, there's a bright, shiny world on the other side. What he he was giving her uh, was trust in herself and those around her and the bigger (laughs) view of life that she wasn't alone that we're just not mortal physical beings, that we're much, much more. And that's a hard thing to give to a child. And only a person who uh, has had the experiences like you and I perhaps uh, can can do it in a way that there's no doubt. And and she was able to absorb that. But I have to tell you, looking at the cover of your book, you you know, as a medium... I meditate and I receive the whispers of higher vibrational beings. Call them loved ones, angels, universal source, divine God, uh, to help guide us to moving past fear and the materialistic ego-based reality in order to know the multidimensional aspects of our eternal life being. And when I'm in meditation... I see something very much like the mountain of light that's in the distance here in your picture and the blue sky and the meadows to the right and the flowers and nature. And uh, they're so beautiful because they're unhindered by the fear of this denser physical world where survival is often the main agenda. So I have seen it and felt it, and I, I I love the cover of your book. And by the way, again, another coincidence, since I was a little girl, my mother always dressed me in blue. Blue is my favorite color. Oh. And blue is, blue is a majestic color. It's a color of royalty and loyalty. And it oh. is the color of the sky, which is hope. hope. Yes, thank you. Thank a blue, you. clear 
Sunlit Sky. So yeah. I, I really like that. Let's go on to who is one of your favorite characters, and then I'm going to tell you one of mine. <laughs> in, in, in the story? Yes. In the story? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I, you know, it, excellent question. Excellent question. Lately, Cheryl, I, you know, as you say, meditate or pray, yes. you know, and working through this whole process in, in an experience I didn't have any knowledge of and all, and I'm, I'm listening to those whispers, and I see the, I look, and I, recognize the signs when they come and things like that. And just the other day, I had, like you say, this spirit whispering or whatever it was. And or or intuition. Only... You're in a sense connected to spirit, which is our intuition. Spirit. Yeah, might okay. be that. Yeah. And, and what that whisper told me is that, Jeff, you're Sarah. You're Sarah. Ah. <laughs> okay. Ah. And what I recognize, again, in this three-and-a-half-year period of writing the story and everything it, we needed to do to get it published and edited and all everything that needed to take place, I felt I was literally paralleling exactly what Sarah was doing in the story. Okay. Yes. So you know, I don't, I don't want to give the story away, but I know exactly where I'm at now today in speaking with you, and where Sarah is at in the story, and it's so. What you're saying, kind of, what you're saying is, it's a process. Yes. Our life is a process. We move along. The same way other people by our side, in our family, or friends, or colleagues. It doesn't right. even matter the gender, female or male. It's just a process of the soul to know life in its yeah. beauty, in its physical and spiritual aspects. And yes, we have been many, many things here and beyond here. I think sometimes when... I think sometimes maybe when we leave this life and transition to the other realms of energy and dimensions of life, maybe we share stories with other people and we live them with those other souls because that's what maybe past lives are about. Because I, I have a new book that's coming out. It's called The New Life Awaits, uh, Spirit Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening. Mm-hmm. And I talk mm-hmm. about some wow. of these ideas there and how to know ourselves as uh, the divine spiritual beings we are. So that's just a thought, and I kind of feel that's what you were just saying, something like. But one of my favorite characters <laughs> was the oh, owl. Okay. I, was yes, the, the owl. beautiful. <laughs> you know, I'm not so wild about owls. <laughs> but, but in this reference, I liked him because he sat with a scowl like many people yes. do. Many disapproving yes. people sit like that, which you yes. suggested might be his smile. And he might yes. be inviting you to visit him in his home in the forest. And instead of being scared, we might recognize that things are not always what they seem. And if we have Beautiful. a positive thought, it is more likely things will go well. So I really well, like that put. a lot. <laughs> Thank you. I love, I love that, that you 
you came away with that. That is ideal. That is yes. perfect. Now well, let's go you. on to the poem that Poppy Tom and Grandma Jenny worked on together for Sarah's seventh birthday. You know, the seventh birthday is a very important time. It is a time when a child transitions from being very, very sensitive and close to spirit. And they even say the thymus, which is in the heart, in many people, uh, gets smaller at that time. And that's also oh. a connection to spirit. People who are very intuitive, like you and I, us might still be there for all we know. I haven't oh. had a check, but uh, that's huh. what I have learned. Now, you wrote a poem there. Tell yes. us about the poem. Sure. Sure. I mean, I could, I can say it, you know, real quickly to you. Cause it's well, I have it here, too. I would like to you to say okay, it, you or read. I was going yes. to read it. Please, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, and I can then give you the, the, you know, what's behind all of that. Okay, great. The poem goes like this. To the light of the world, allow us to say with all of our hearts, treasure each day from the moment it starts, look for the good and never the bad, be the happy to those who are sad. We know there are no limits to what you can do, so go out and discover worlds that are new. And that really sums it up very clearly what we were talking about before in the show. Yes, it it certainly does. I mean... Yeah, yep. you, ha- you have many more advanced poems in the book, but that, right, that right. simple one is, is something that captures a very important thought. Beautiful. And, and the idea there, just like you're saying, her grand- Sarah's grandparents created this for her to give her while she was still young, right? Yes. And it provi- it's providing her, they feel, with a solid foundation from which she then can build the platform to live a beautiful, rich, full life, overcome challenges that she knows, they know she's going to encounter, and to believe that there are no limits to what she can do. You see, you said it earlier, how we are influenced by things that, the world is telling us we have shortcomings about or whatever these influences are in a negative sense, mm-hmm. they could take hold and they'll right from the start tell us, well, we can't do this or we can't. You don't have the education or you don't have the financial backing. You don't come from this type of fit, whatever it might be. If that's what we're, those messages were given and we believe those, we're never going to, going to be able to... And let me tell you something, Jeffrey. Almost yes. every one of us has been hurt that way, and parts yes. and bits of our soul have been taken away uh, in our childhood. And we spend the rest of our lives trying to bring it back, to bring right. back the truth of this soul awareness, what you yes. said. It, it is. A, I kind of think we might have to lose the innocence of our childhood in order for us to be able to um, let our soul mature and to truly know we're spiritual beings having a physical life. So what would you like in a very brief sentence uh, readers to take away with them after reading? Beautiful. So just what you were saying, how, see, I feel this way, Cheryl, if someone 
is going to take their precious time to read my story, I want them to come away with a positive experience from that time they're spending. In other words, there's enough of stress and turmoil <laughs> in their lives, right? We get it I would agree. Yes. <laughs> thank you yeah. very much. I want to thank you, Jeffrey Antonucci, for a sensitive story of finding realms of life and love within relationships, family, nature, and spiritual beauty in growing aware of our own human and divine potential to thrive and achieve success no matter the spiritual, emotional, or physical challenge we deal with. To find out how spirit works in this young girl Sarah's journey throughout her life and her growing joy in serving spirit, go to inspiredworks.net. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have talked about the special journey of a young girl, Sarah, who had a loving family, who helped her find the special strength within her soul being that allow, allowed her to conquer the fears of a physical health issue that she had. But indeed, Sarah was able, as we wish all our children to be able, to access their imagination, encouraged by the love of parents and grandparents and teachers, mentors and guides in spirit, to find their own connection to spirit and the beauty of the world here and beyond and begin to achieve a form of spiritual awareness uh, if we move past the fears and limitations of any challenge we can climb the mountain of our own dreams Jeffrey and I offer you the truth of what this life has to offer and it is quite simply to remember who you are as the light and love of an eternal universe of magic and miracles, ever-changing and always available to those who see past the ordinary to the extraordinary. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of A New Life Awaits, which shares the stories of the challenges of these modern times as we or awakening to the reality of our soul-based journey through this physical world, and we are going to improve all the issues of life, political, social, religious, and economic, as we remember our spiritual steadfastness and rely on help from above to strengthen hope and our designs for creating a world of peace, love, and prosperity. Join me and listen to authors who share metaphysical, scientific, spiritual, and all forms of wisdom as we seek to know ourselves and the world more realistically. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.